0: Welcome to the Belonging Project Podcast. This is Fiorenza and I'm your host. The purpose of this podcast is to bring voices together to talk about belonging. Through inspiring real life conversations, we explore how belonging can show up in so many different ways, what it feels like to belong and the impact of truly belonging. Each episode will offer you inspiration and practical strategies to find your true voice in your life and as a leader. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the Belonging Project podcast. Today, I'm with Hélène Bijani and I'm actually really excited to have her back on the podcast with me. In this episode, we are going to explore how we can leverage our awareness, both of self and of the corporate culture, in order to audit what's going on and, if that's possible indeed, experience a strong or a stronger sense of belonging at work. In one of our earlier episodes, we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and how belonging is actually a basic human needs. So there's a lot out there in terms of research about the benefits that belonging can bring to both the individual and also to the organization. But really, we wanna explore what we can do at the individual level to experience a sense of belonging in our work. So we wanna start with our self-awareness core values. Let's talk a little bit about core values. Such an important thing. As a coach, I use it a lot with my clients, almost with all my clients, I must say. But beyond that, it's so foundational. It's about really building that core self-awareness, getting to understand who you are. Core values are about what's really important to you, of course. You can also see them as your compass in life. They may feel like your North Star. They're giving you a direction. Compromising on one of your core values doesn't work for some, or it could work, but not for too long. So when something feels pretty non-negotiable, that is a very good indication that you have found your core value, one of your core values. We'll put a resource to help you find your core values in the show notes of the episode, so make sure to check it out. Now, the second thing that we wanted to mention around self-awareness is reflecting on your own personal definition of belonging. Think about what elements do you need to feel that you belong. And this is really unique to you, very much like the core values. So, for example, for me, I really need judgment to be absent. I I need judgment to be absent from an environment, from a group of people that I'm interacting with, to even feel that I can belong. And I need to feel that there's also some inclusive curiosity, all the questions, you know, I I very much welcome curiosity and and question. I think I'm open-minded, but I need to feel that the curiosity is inclusive, that it's not meant to single me out, if that makes sense. Empathy is also super important for me. I need to feel that the ecosystem cares about me, that I'm seen that um, I will be heard if I, if I wish to speak, but that also if I wish not to speak, that's okay. So I can go on, but I'm gonna stop here. Uh, and uh, I wanna ask Hélène, actually, what else would you add in terms of self-awareness?
1: Thank you, Fiorenza. I'm, I'm happy to be back on this, uh, on this podcast. Such an important topic when we think about uh, how self-awareness can help you find a sense of belonging at work. One of the things that, I mean, you've you mentioned so many great examples of, you know, noticing what belonging is to you at an individual level so that you can see whether this is something that you can find in the environment that you're in, in, in the workplace where you work. Um, and I like the, um, the perspective we're taking here about, um, you know, being accountable what is it that we can do as an, at an individual level to, to feel that we belong in the workplace? Because sometimes, oftentimes, actually, we take the, the perspective of the employer as if it's their responsibility to make sure that people feel that they belong, but it is a shared responsibility. So I really like the, the angle, the perspective that you're taking here. And I would add for the self-awareness piece, the more you know yourself, the more you know what's important to you, to your point the easier it would be to find the environment that helps you fulfill your needs. And, and, and the more you understand what's important to you uh, to feel the belonging and you understand what belonging means to you, the more you can create that as well in your environment. So there are lots of nuances in here. But one, one that I feel is, is really critical is understanding the culture of the company that you work with uh, understanding the dynamics of how things get done around here, uh, how people behave, why they behave in certain ways, helps you have clues on the values, the true values uh, that that are um, lived in the organization and the place where you work. And once you're clear on the the real values of your of of the Place where you work, or of, of your environment, then you can see whether there's a match or mismatch with your own values. If the environment you're in can help you, you know, uh, cultivate what's important to you. So there is a, a link here with self awareness and also awareness of the environment, of the of the culture, um, whether it's at a corporate level, and sometimes it can be it can be at a team level. Doesn't have to be you know, the whole company culture, because sometimes we have subcultures within a corporate culture. So you can still find uh, something that makes you feel that you belong to a specific team or specific groups of people to fulfill that basic human need that you mentioned earlier.
0: That's so true what you just said there, Um, especially in companies that are are big, right? Multinationals, and maybe the, the team is distributed globally. It could be easier to relate and even understand what the culture is within your team, or bigger team division. Maybe the ecosystem feels a little bit just too big, yeah. Mm. Exactly. It can be too much, and
1: sometimes we have you know very different cultures within the same company. You would have like the marketing team would be fueled maybe by creativity. Uh, And, you know, same when it comes to research and development teams, because these people are also are often like aligned on certain things that give them meaning in their work as well. And you would have other teams, for example, sales teams that are more focused on getting results, getting the numbers at the end of the month. So you need to be, you know, result focused, sometimes take some, you know, some other values out of it to be able to focus on performance. So you do we always have, you know, different subcultures within a company, but you, you sometimes have a thread that is um, that is nurtured by the leadership team. So you can find that at a corporate level, but you can still find values um, that are aligned with yours at, at a team level. Totally. Totally. One thing also that we can take uh, accountability for is how we influence the culture around us. So we do experience it, but at the same time, we can create an environment that fulfills our own needs. We can be more intentional about it um, because culture is how people behave, and we influence that directly or indirectly. So the way we set expectations with others, the way we behave with them also shapes the culture we're in, especially if we're a leader in a certain team. So we can create intentionally an environment, for example, where people feel that they can be themselves, which makes them feel like they belong to the team or the group of people.
0: Absolutely. And would you have an example to share here in terms of maybe a success story of someone that was able to take those steps to make it work? Absolutely. Um, actually, in, in one of the teams that I worked with, one practice that
1: we had ongoingly um, in every team meeting we would highlight what are the things that are working. We would highlight, um, you know, the, the strength that we have as a team. We would thank each other. Recognition was so important, and having these rituals, these um, you know, these types of practices helped shape the culture, a culture of recognition where people feel valued and everyone felt like they can contribute they contribute to the team. Uh, they have something to bring. And this does help the team feel like cohesion within the team and it helps with the feeling of belonging. Belonging is an outcome. It's not something that you create. You create something else and the result would be belonging. And these types of examples of practices saying thank you uh, publicly Uh, praising each other, Um, you know, even taking care of people's uh, personal life. Like if someone is uh, experiencing loss or having difficulties, how do we support them? How do we pick up their work? How do we make sure that we give them the space and the the time that they need? This makes them feel even more like they belong to something. They belong
0: to the group. So I'm really getting a sense from what you're saying that we need to give it time, right? Belonging is really something that is built over time um, and it's the outcome of the different practices. I really like what you said, that the, the word practices, right? Communication, you've mentioned, you know, sharing with the team um, the different types of shares. It's so important, right? Without having that um, as, a, as a basis, as just a best practice, it makes it very di- very difficult and everyone can get very sea load. And especially with the hybrid way of working now, um, I think that can be quite, quite a risk. And I'm getting this image, you know, in what you're saying there. So there's the practices and communication is part of it, but also acknowledging maybe a colleague or a team member um, when there's an achievement, when there's a milestone. You've mentioned saying thank you that you know sounds so simple but it isn't always easy <laughs> absolutely yeah, um, we we take it for granted yeah and then you've mentioned cohesion this is this is quite powerful i think so it it it, it really kind of shows that um, it isn't just one thing it's a it's a joint I, I don't know if effort is the right word but the group needs to be willing to create, to foster such an environment than for it to work, right? Absolutely. And it's, it's a joint effort and everyone
1: influences and shapes the culture of the team. Everyone has their role to play. Sometimes they shape it in a positive way and sometimes they don't. When people are very negative or they complain a lot all the time, they drag everything everyone down. Um, and when people are more you know, supportive, open to listen... You mentioned some really important core values earlier, like empathy, for example, inclusivity. We've seen in the last few years how important these these values are and how they can help people feel like they belong at the end of the day. Because like, to your point, belonging is an outcome. It takes time for people to feel safe, to feel that they can identify with the values of the team because they need to notice that first. They need to be able to assess the environment they are in so that they can get this feeling, this outcome of belonging.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are cases when it may not work despite all our efforts um, to foster a sense of belonging. We are actually currently experiencing a lot of disruption in the workplace. There are a lot of people that are leaving organizations because of layoffs in various sectors, various industries. And there is also this era that has been called the Great Resignation that started to, to happen while still um, in the global pandemic. How can we cultivate a sense of belonging in in such a, a context when there's so much going on and maybe that you know your workplace tomorrow will have nothing to do with the workplace that you you've known today and maybe the your colleague that um you care so much about may may have left.
1: That's an a really good question and I think it's speaks very much about the reality of today. I've been experiencing experiencing it lately and I've experienced it in, in previous uh organizations as well It's hard when you leave and it's harder when you stay. Um, And I think it disrupts as well the sense of belonging because you don't know what you belong to anymore. The company's vision also evolves. So you don't even know if you believe in where you're heading as an organization, especially when you see lots of changes happening around you. So if we talk about the context of the Grace Resignation, for example, it's about people wanting to find meaning in their work you know this is that was the main lesson i guess from the pandemic people are reevaluating the type of work they want to do they are reevaluating where they want to work and when they want to work now they have the opportunity to work remotely and sometimes they want this flexibility They want to be able to define what they want from their career. They don't want a job that's just, you know, pays the bills. So the expectations from the employer are changing as well. For people to feel that they belong, the employer has more work to do to make them feel included. This is why we associate belonging a lot with, uh, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion work. Uh, It is a result of that, part of it at least. And it does impact what people take from it how they feel about the organization. So it is the case for the great, uh, the great resignation that people are leaving to, f- to look for this feeling of belonging somewhere else if they don't feel it anymore in their current organization and also looking for meaning beyond just belonging. And in case of the layoffs, depending on someone's personal uh, financial situation, people uh, can take it as an opportunity to find work that is more meaningful, where they feel valued. So there are different scenarios when people leave organizations that could be connected to belonging. But above all, I think belonging is something that you can find, I would say, as a feeling. Even when you, when you stay within an organization and you see lots of changes happening around you, to, to what we are talking about earlier, when you connect it to self-awareness, the more you know what's important to you, the more you can create the environment that gives you this, that fulfills your needs. And and you can assess how the environment is evolving, what can you look for, and see whether there's a match or a mismatch. And sometimes, honestly, you can can find your sense of belonging outside of work. And because, like we said earlier, it is a basic human need, If we cannot find it in our day-to-day work, we can find it in communities outside of of work. Um, During the pandemic, honestly, I connected with communities of learning and development professionals that helped me feel like I belong to something bigger, to um, a group of people trying to make a change happen in the world who are ready to support each other. And this gave me a lot of fulfillment uh, at a personal level. So there are different opportunities that that we can seek as well to find, uh, to cultivate the sense of belonging, despite the, the changes that are happening in our environment that are sometimes outside of our control. And sometimes, yeah, we make decisions to leave organizations and it's hard to hang on to something as well. And I would say like, there is a lot of opportunities for organizations also to shape the way, you know, what we we talk about, the employer branding, the employee value proposition, what they actually propose to employees to attract them and to attract and develop the best talent. Um, Companies need to reinvent themselves more. And culture is a big part of it. Not many companies understand the value and impact of culture on fostering, creating this feeling of belonging so that people can bring their true selves to work and they can bring their best selves to work, honestly. And this would impact performance much more than what we expect.
0: Hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm seeing this this kind of topic and how the, the corporate can play an active role in fostering this type of environment more and more these days. It may be due to, you know, the great uh, work that my my colleagues and you know network does but i'm seeing more and more of this and i feel like you know to your point during the pandemic all the all the the the, the people that maybe were hanging on to a to a job um, that in in which they didn't thrive anymore but they it was fine because they had a healthy balance with all the other things, all the other activities that they were involved in outside of work, but then when that went away, then you're you're kind of just like left there facing your actual professional day to day, and you're like, "Okay, what do I do because we don't know how you know how long this is gonna work, do I carry on uh when I know that maybe I've reached you know the the level that I wanted to reach in this role, and there's no more growth for me, or do I get a, a little bit outside of the comfort zone and it's going to be so uncomfortable that I get myself back out there. And of course, the, the financial situation is, is super important. Um, but it's been a, it's been a, a moment of reflection for those who want it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It did. And it's a good thing. I honestly think it's a really good thing. That's, that's the evolution of, of humankind where we're looking, we're, it's just the pandemic forced us to slow down in this world where, you know, we have this hustle culture where we're running away, going on with our to-do lists all the time. The pandemic forced us to slow down because it took away all the noise around us. And and like you said, the the value that work can bring to our life became even more important because sometimes this is you know, most of what was left. And if we didn't feel like we belong, people started questioning whether this is the work they wanna stay in and whether they wanna do something else or find somewhere else the sense, uh, the sense of belonging. So it, we don't realize it, but it's a feeling that we chase uh, somehow because it's a basic human need. And of course we can find it in different situations but if our work environment allows us to feel that we belong, the benefits are really exponential for everyone, not just the individual.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Thank you so much, Helen, for being with me uh, for this episode. Like always, it's such a, a pleasure to talk
1: with you. It's my pleasure, Fiorenza. It's, it's always a pleasure talk
0: t- talking to you as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Helen. You can follow the podcast on LinkedIn at The Belonging Project Podcast. You can also hit subscribe and stay up to date with our episodes. And do feel free to get in touch with me on coaching at fioranzarussini.com. Thank you again and see you next time.